All right, welcome to the Quest for Excellence podcast. This is the Around the Campfire segment. I'm joined once again for our second iteration with my really good friend Lyle Burtz, the Viking Speaks himself. How you doing, Lyle? I'm doing well. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm doing great. Hopefully the audience is doing well. And, um, you know, this is for people who are just finding this channel or especially this segment. And we just started this last week. It's kind of a, a weekly segue or we can talk about our takeaways from the past week, you know, shit we've learned, things that we've accomplished, and then our future plans. And hopefully through our discussions, we can provide some insight, maybe a couple of laughs, and give some direction for some people who are on this entrepreneurial path. Um, so this is really informal. You know, if you guys are expecting some super polished conversation, that's not what this is about. This is a real talk between a couple of real dudes who get down to some real shit. So, um, you know, I guess I'll go ahead and start, man. You know, we, we talk about... Things that we've done, what we've learned, and then our future plans. So for me this week, shit that I've accomplished. Um, and a, a couple more podcasts recorded. I won this morning with, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about this, but uh, I want to talk about with uh, just an amazing person that you actually uh, introduced me to. It's one of the most incredible stories I've ever heard in my life. Like, I'm still kind of blown away by the talk. Um, but uh, so that was this morning. That was amazing. I just published that today. Right. I found a, and I'm still on the fence, and this is actually kind of uh, pertinent and, and for people that are going through this process or who might have just found Entra, who, where we kind of met and came from, or any other digital platform or training course, but I found another, I don't want to call him a mentor just yet, but uh, we did a free like 30 minute call and his whole forte is podcast. And um, there was okay. a really, yeah, it was a really interesting talk, man. And, and um, I think I'm going to bite, you know, it's obviously a paid service and nothing's for free out there if it is you're getting scammed but uh so i think i'm gonna dive into that it's not gonna be the second you know it's not super super expensive but you know we're talking four figures to, to at least get the basic stuff going and i think i'm gonna hop on on that eventually to gain some more traction and just to gain some skills because right, this guy's uh you talk about the most normal everyday dude ever and uh pretty much every day like it's a weekend and spends time with his family so anyway so that's been what's going on there for what I've done. Um, I also have this week, I know I think I told you last week, or maybe I don't quite remember when we recorded it or if I told you, but I have a, um, to date, probably the most excited interviewee I have. It's uh, or, you know, I'm pretty sure it's a mentor of yours. Everyone's uh, Jacqueline Lerner is going to be on my show. It's going to be freaking amazing. Also, a couple more interesting people. Uh, lined up throughout the week so that's been the bulk of my stuff i've been dealing with being sick for a couple of days i just got over that that kind of stunted some uh stuff i wanted to get done this weekend but yeah that's where i'm at right now how about yourself man how's this weekend for you what you got done well first off i just gonna say that's kind of mind-blowing so uh you know the fact that you're going to be able to have the founder of our organization his wife is going to be on the speech that's i think that says something and kind of attributes what you're doing so massive kudos you. to you for being Thank able you. to have that kind of outreach um, and then Michelle, so yeah, she kind of popped up in my feed accidentally or just by chance. I posted a video and she reached out. We got to talking a little bit. She shared her story with me and it was just kind of, you know, one of those mind blowing, holy shit, how do you still, how are you upright? This is incredible. So felt it was just you know one of those things that really I had to get it in your wheelhouse because that she's an amazing person. Oh, I'm so, so glad you did. So glad you did. And I, I implore you go go listen to it. Dude. It's 
it compounds upon. To give you a little idea about the, that video, for, for a little right. bit of context, it was, it was a video on her channel. This uh, lady I'm talking about who I interviewed, she is a, a barber and a stylist, and she got interviewed at, when she was going to school. And it was supposed to be like a couple minute video. And it ended up being a five hour conversation that the production studio <laughs> had with her. And it turned into a 12 minute video. So it was, you know, three, four times the amount that they thought they would do in the first place for both. And um, so, yeah, that, that her conversation was so mind blowing. And what she shared with me about, you know, additional stuff, dude, please go check it out. You thought that video, she left out some uh, pretty intense specifics on what happened with uh, mm -hmm. stabbing and other stuff, you know, it's just really intense. Go check that out. And I really appreciate that, dude. That, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. That uh, Things like this are how we're able to expand our, our, our network and our reach and be able to impact more people. It has nothing to do with money or any, any anything like that. Just the, the share was great and it really meant a lot. So I appreciate that. All right, anytime, man. So, so yeah, kind of to go back on my week, really. Uh, yeah. I've been focusing pretty heavily on education and improvement in my own personal life. So I've been really focused on the uh, implementation of the five second rule throughout my life all this week. Nice. And the biggest aspect of it that's been one of those that just constant irritations for me is getting up in the morning and actually being productive, not you know just sitting there hitting snooze 15 times. So mm -hmm. I put a big emphasis on that this week because I know if I get up and get moving, it's going to be a good day. And I did that every single day. Now, I didn't go too crazy with it. Like uh, <laughs> five seconds, you got to have your feet on the floor. Right, right. It was uh, <laughs> yeah. it was more along the lines. And I didn't get up at four or anything. That's my eventual goal is to get to where I'm up at four every day. Because my kids, you know, they go to school. Uh, and then I'm at my W-2 job for about 10 hours in the day. So when I get home, I'm exhausted. I don't have really any ability to focus on what I need to. So I need those three, four hours in the morning to do me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, eventually going to lean towards getting up five. So what I did or four, what I did all this week was I, you know, dialed it back. I had been getting up at seven to seven fifteen. Mm -hmm. I dialed it back to six nice. that all week. Super easy. Six was not a problem. And I still got a lot done. You know, I was able to get workout in every morning. Get some training done, get some reading done. The house was clean. I had my lunch bag packed, ready to roll. Was actually early to work every single day this week. Nice. I, I felt energetic. Let me ask you a question. Now, when I get home, I'm dead. <laughs> when uh, when you were getting up, like those, those first couple mornings, because right. I'm asking this because I don't know how long. Talk for just a second about that, that from consciousness being awoke to actually getting up and moving. How, how long did that take? And, were there any snoozes? Was it, you know, maybe a minute or two of kind of just waking up? Or how did that work? How did that go? Absolutely. So, all right, Monday, awesome. Super motivated, you know, just kind of like any, let's compare it to uh, New Year's Resolution. Prime example, you know, <laughs> yeah. everybody's super motivated in January and then February, the gyms are empty. That was Monday. Monday, I was super pumped, ready to go. Everything was excited. Got up. I'm moving around. I'm a, you know, a model of efficiency. I'm feeling great. Monday evening, I'm dead. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, here yeah. we go. Let's go to Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, I wanted nothing to do with it. I was pissed. Damn mm -hmm. it, I want that other hour of sleep. Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to lie, it's loose. Yeah. 
Yeah. Immediately, I, I, you know, there's that, what is it, nine minutes or something on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Nine minutes later, it goes off again. I was pissed with myself because I knew I'd failed. And I got up and mm-hmm. I was like a furious, I'm going to fuck this shit up this morning. And I got down there. I actually had the best workout of the week on Tuesday because of that. Dude, that, so, that for anybody listening, if you are listening, or it might just be me and you talking to ourselves, or I don't care. Yep. It's like one dude listening. What you just said right there is kind of the point of all of it. Hell, you're going to fuck up. It's going to happen. I'm just here to tell you that. It's going to happen. I'm, you. Oh, yeah. I'm not perfect. You're right. But the fact that, and, and that was such a, a micro version of that. It happened within 10 minutes. You know, you had the yep. guilt. You could screw it. You could have stayed in bed and laid in that bed of guilt. You said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to get up. That's that. If you fall off a horse, get back up as quick as you can, right? Don't yeah, on the ground I, I love that dude that's awesome who cares about the snooze so how the rest of the week go it, did it improve from that tuesday well actually after that tuesday i didn't miss a beat i nice nice time, first hit so 6 a.m boom 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 awesome. all through and i even did it saturday and sunday so nice I, it wasn't yeah. one of those that's on the weekends i just let it go and actually saturday sunday both days i got up i got moving now saturday friday night you know i did my typical friday night i stayed up way too late um, I don't think I got to bed till about one in the morning. I still got up at six. Didn't matter. Nice. I was exhausted all day, but I got my shit done. And it was weird. I was actually talking to a friend of mine. Um, I just started moving. I got out Saturday morning, got the grocery shopping done, got uh, got to the post office, got a few things. Cause I tried my hand at uh, smoking a brisket for the first time ever. Which, yeah, I saw that. How'd that oh, come? How'd man. it turn out? Good. Yeah, it looked so good. <laughs> <laughs> looked amazing. It was. Uh, I had two of them. I had two little. They were about like three pounds a piece. One that was closer to the firebox just was so dry. The other oh, one yeah. turned out phenomenal. So. Oh, at least you know now, huh? Particular smoker. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm what kind of wood was that? To perfect it. I had hickory. Oh, cool. I I thought so. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that setup too. That's great. It turned out pretty good. You know, it's just a little Oklahoma Joe. It's a very affordable grill and it's got a smoker firebox built into it. So first time I'd ever used it, I was really excited. Didn't fail. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to keep going cause I want to learn how to do better with that. I've smoked ribs in the past before, but I just used a standard grill and, uh, soaked chips yeah, me to learn too. how to really generate that smoke. So this one has a little more of a, uh, specific set up to do this and you want to talk about built in like smoke was so deeply oh dude it was smoking bro it was yeah that was intense that was awesome dude i loved it so took about it was about a total of um seven hours all said and done so i think for that size brisket i'm gonna dial it back to about five next time because it's just so small but if i do i'm gonna try and get an eight or nine pound brisket for the next smoke and that'll probably be more like the eight to ten hour smoke time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah oh, that's awesome. I'd love to. But yeah. Uh, you're not that far away from me, man. I'm going to have to meet up for a cookout one of these days. We'll see. <laughs> Come on up. I'll well, <laughs> you know, I want to back up for just a second because I think we talked about this last week, but uh, kind of the concept that we discussed for the past couple of minutes about when you were getting up, the uh, mm-hmm. the five-second rule. Just very briefly, if you want to describe that for the audience and kind of what that means, and if you want to talk about where it comes from and Mel Robbins and all that cool, but sure. just the concept of it, what just very briefly for the audience. Absolutely, you know, because this is actually something that when you hear the five second rule, people think like, oh yeah, food fell on the ground for five seconds, you still got time. Right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's one of many uh, five second rules, but this one applies specifically to 
motivation or lack thereof getting shit done so there's a fallacy out there that says you got to be motivated to get through life and get all these great things you want to get done nah. anybody who's been through enough life knows that's absolute bullshit and yep. motivation will fail you that's why the, the, uh, the marines and the navy seals harp on this so heavily they say it's not it's not motivation that you're looking for it's discipline because right. there's going to be hard times where you hate your life but you still got to do it and that's where the discipline aspect comes in so this is a tiny little tool that doesn't matter if you are the most hardened badass in existence a kid in high school or just an average joe out there doing your daily life and looking to make some improvements mel robbins who um you know whether you believe in her some of her teachings or her political beliefs or anything like that she makes no bones about it she uh she's on the liberal side of things but she is a phenomenal speaker puts her heart and soul into her teachings and she really drives this home this point home her teaching basically is just stop and take a moment and anytime you get that you know anxiety depression i just don't want to do this you don't feel like it immediately go to your head and say five four three two one by the end of that one that countdown you commit to yourself to look all right i don't like it but i'm gonna do it anyway and then you just get you done yes stupid yeah. simple i mean it, it make it's you're laughing out there right now i hear you laughing <laughs> and it's okay because i was doing the same thing as i listened to this book I'm like there's no way something this simple can be this effective well uh, you know what it, seven days in amazing Ooh. and and people that uh listen to that and and when i really got bought in was it's not just her made up bullshit thing it's actually based in science you you, right. you reset your brain you know it's, it's it's a physiological switch that you do that gets you down the right path and if you don't do it within those five uh, seconds yes. you're probably screwed so no I, yeah I, I it helped me tremendously it was uh and i gotta i gotta say one more thing about her uh Every time I think about her, I, this pops in my head. So it really was profound, and, and it made a big impact on me. Just like you said, and I discussed last time we talked about her, don't agree with her political views or most of what she says at all, literally. And I haven't <laughs> for years. Even when I heard Jeff say, go listen to five seconds, I was like, shit, I don't want to. But I did, and th this is what I'm talking about. And it's a big problem in our world. It's why we have so much political issues and fighting and people not getting along. I don't agree with her most of what she says, but, but, I don't think she's an evil person. That's the first check mark, right? She's not a bad right. person. So if I can, that's if she is, then I won't listen to her at all. But because she's not a bad person, so just because I don't agree with her doesn't mean that I can't learn from her, right? Absolutely. Think about how many people, if you have that mindset, that you you're potentially, if if you take it in the kind of law of averages and look at our political, you know, 50-50 kind of split with a lot of things, you're missing out on mm -hmm. half the knowledge of the universe if you're not going to open oh, your absolutely. mind up to opposing views and why they feel that way so I, she was just a right. shining example of that for me and i, I honestly am forever change after that I, i'm willing to listen to anybody however ridiculous i might think you are um so that's awesome dude that that alone be able to have this and uh to add on to what you said about your your accomplishment this week i had mm -hmm. another uh just a totally like free coaching advice call a couple of days ago and mm -hmm. Mind you, uh, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say who he is or anything like that, or even allude to who he was. But imagine if you'd spent, uh, you know, years kind of uh, 
in denial and let your health slip a little bit a bit and and you were trying to figure out the first the uh, one thing you could start doing to at least you know take the baby steps to improve your life what do you think i told them what do you what do you, and mind you this could have you know stay stay up late you know wake up whenever kind of do what do you think the first thing i told them was i gave you oh, a hint right there's there. like there's there's three but um I would say probably it's either workout, read, or get some damn sleep. Well, it was the third one, but the flip side, it was wake up and get up. You know, he because right. I, I could tell. I, I'm like, hey man, talk about your wake ups. Uh, a snooze, yeah. and then three hours later, I'll wake up, and that was like every day. So that that was the first right. thing I challenged him with. Just and if you could do that, just like how you realized that you didn't fully commit, and then said, screw it, I'm going to, and then now you're good. Like that switch has been turned. That was the first thing for him. And I, I'm going to see, you know, we're going to talk in a few days and see how it went. But yeah, getting up in the morning, gotcha. having an early start, you know, feeling because a lot of times you're, you know, it's quiet. You're by yourself. You know, you can go for a jog, be outside. No one's going to mess with you. Get your work done for the day. It's such a good start to the day. And most people like, Absolutely. you know, they get up begrudgingly and then dive into the bullshit without getting that refresher. And it doesn't make for a good day, you know? So Jeff, what is um what was your biggest struggle? Because I know I'm asking because I you know I want to kind of dive into mine a little bit, and maybe your your buddy there too. Uh, yeah. What was your biggest struggle when you were doing that? You know, because I said that my my third one was get some sleep, mm-hmm. because getting up is a it's a massive part of that is get some sleep so you can actually get up. And what if you you sit there and you stare at your phone all night? TikTok is the devil. <laughs> 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 I don't have that. Yeah, I, I refuse to download it. Wow. <laughs> I refuse because uh, I already know. I already know I, I would get that. Uh, I made that decision <laughs> weeks back because I thought about, you know, I love to sing and it was something I, I don't know really how to do the, the studio recording kind of stuff. And I've seen a lot of people get on there and do their singing and everything, but I'm kind of shy and nervous about those things. Cause uh, I'm, uh, uh, I didn't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm a, uh, I can, I'm yeah. by no means Nashville quality. All right. I do enjoy singing, so it, it was just one of those that thought, you know what, I'll figure out how to use this tool, and that'll be just some way for me to express my passion in music. I enjoy it. I'm slowly trying to teach myself how to play the guitar. I've been wanting to do it for years and just um, sat on it, so it's one of those that I decided, you know, I'm going to do this. Uh, we will talk offline about this. I'd like to maybe help you work with you uh, because... I've got uh, a little bit of musical ability. My fiance is like a super talented artist and she can sing too. And I can sing. That's kind of actually how I won her over <laughs> years ago. Was no kidding. Her, yeah, kind of me like singing in the background just while I was working, not really thinking that anybody was listening to me, but she was the whole time. And, so uh, you're sitting yeah, back so yeah. there humming, uh, I walked the line. The whole time. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or <laughs> some like Pearl Jam Black. Or something like oh, that, yeah. or like it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's that's great. I didn't know that about you. I, I love that we have yeah. this talk. So yeah, well, and I to, to fast or go back a minute. I think what you were asking me was the sleep, sleep slash wake up. How did right. I? What was your biggest struggle at actually making sure you got to sleep and got appropriate amount of good sleep? Because you know that's I'm I'm in the process of uh, reading that book, The American Morning. I'll actually mm-hmm. finish tonight. And that was nice. one of the things he talked about. Is like you know the amount of sleep you actually need versus what is commonly believed, you know, the eight hours, nine hours is garbage. Mm-hmm. Everybody yep. has a different need. I noticed that for myself is it's weird. I don't do very well on even numbered hours of sleep. 
so I can. I feel you on that. That's seven. weird. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. I do. Can I so, can I tell you something yeah. real quick? Interesting. I got a lot、sure. of these little factoids that are kind of interesting. But、um, do you do you know that when we were living in caves way back in the day, that our and this still applies, right? And this will make a lot of sense.、Mm-hmm. The ideal sleep cycle is not one sleep cycle. The ideal、mm-hmm. sleep cycle is two broken up into three to four hour chunks, and that is because if you think about it, when you're living where every single moment is a danger to your life, wild animals, the environment, the weather—you know—you're living in an open cave or whatever. You didn't have a door. You didn't have a lock. You're very exposed. So you had to have people that were awake while some others were sleeping. So there'd be this cycle over thousands and thousands of years. If you sleep for a few hours, wake up while the rest of your family or group sleep, and then you're up, and then you break it up. So there's actually a, a chunk of time in between our sleep cycle where you kind of just get into that REM sleep, start to get a little refreshed, and then you wake up and do it again. That's supposedly the most ideal form of sleep. I just thought that was interesting, and for me, I can't do eight hours, dude. And I maybe、huh. kind of could before the military, but after the military and that whole experience, which we both shared, and this isn't my answer to your question, but that got me the initial help. And and this is here's your answer, okay? And this is for everybody listening. It's it's kind of the nature of everything else. You got to put in the work, and then eventually it'll start to work out. So hear me out. Let's say you were like me, and you had a really hard time sleeping for like literally your entire life, okay? But you also And I'm not saying I'm not even talking about you. This, this is a struggle that most people, unlike the guy I was talking to, are going to come across. So you have trouble sleeping to begin with, and you do not exercise on a regular basis. Okay, right. So, so you're getting no sleep, right? Which and, and people think such a fallacy from our grandparents and things like you shouldn't be eating a giant breakfast. That's what sleeping is for. It recharges your body. The whole idea of intermittent fasting and fasting during the day and drinking fluids is really what we all should be doing, right? So when you don't get enough sleep, you don't have that natural energy, and then you wake up eat a giant sugar and carb-filled meal. So you have this fake energy that propels you through the day, but you're still not doing any exercise. You're not burning any calories. You're not getting tired the natural way at all. And then you get to the evening. Yep, and it's a cycle all over again. What happens? You're tired as、yep. shit. You have trouble sleeping because you have a bad diet, and then it keeps happening. So this is my answer. Starting from where I just said, I have trouble sleeping. I get up like you did this week, and especially on the weekend, you get up in the morning early, commit, unwavering, and throughout either right when you wake up or sometime in the in the first part of the day, you work out. And if you're 400 pounds. That might mean go walk for 10 minutes. If you're,、mm-hmm. you know, in great shape, go run your couple miles every morning. I'm telling you, when you do that at night, you will be able to fall asleep, and then that、I、just progressively gets e- yes. So that's it, man. That's it. And so people don't want to do the two hard things: not eat like a fat ass and not exercise. You have to embrace those two things, and then you'll be able to get good sleep. Because I wasn't, I was never obese ever. Ever,、no. but there was a big chunk of time when I did not work out. I didn't exert calories, so I tried to go to bed at night. All this built-up energy and like food, because I would also eat late. Don't do that. Also, I eat what five hours before you go to bed at least when you should be eating like dinner or, or four hours, whatever.、Mm-hmm. So that's my answer, man. You got to exercise. You got to get up early, exercise, and then it might take a couple of weeks. It might take a little bit of time, but 
It's not going to be overnight. Right. You're not going to wake up one day. Oh, I'm a revert. No, it's going to take some time. So that's my answer. It was tough. But now, dude, I will get up um, before my alarm. I kind of laugh at my alarm now sometimes. Like I'm already awake, ready to go. <laughs> and I just flip my yep. blanket over and get up, man. It's that simple. You know, uh, it's unwavering. It's eternal clock. Yep. And full of transparency, dude. There has been some days, not really a lot, though. I mean, a couple over the past few months where that didn't exactly happen and i faltered you know but the next day oh, got right back on my horse you know i never let it get me off track all right look you know, we're about the... that's, i think that's important. all right go ahead go ahead that, go ahead well i think that part is really important because you know what one thing um, <laughs> that you see is like how the hell are these guys out here doing all this that's i get that question asked a lot when people ask how are you doing all this how are you accomplishing everything like, I don't know, I'm just doing it. <laughs> but you got to understand, yeah, yeah, we might be able to do all these things now because we're kind of seasoned. We've been we've been practicing this for a while, you know. Though this, this, this is kind of a new and fresh, this whole podcast, what we're doing. We didn't start these practices just yesterday. You know, we, I've been... Yeah, yeah. You've been doing it in the military, you know, I've been doing this in the military. And then since 2012, that's really when that kind of, that entrepreneurial spark hit and I wanted to get the hell out of W-2 employment and make my own way. Um, take these guys like Jeff. Jeff, what did he spend? He spent a decade as a jazz musician. Mm-hmm. Then he spent a couple of years in the restaurant business, failed miserably, and got divorced, was living in his in-law's basement. I mean, the guy was at lowest of the low, and he was able to figure out a way to pull himself out and do these things. And he's readily admitted, like, look, I'm still human. I, there are some times where I just don't get up or I don't create that content I need to, or I don't do this, that, and the other. What was it? He was in, uh, what was it, Atlanta a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And he didn't get online to produce his content that he normally produces on a daily until one in the morning. And he got pissed off at himself because he allowed himself to get overwhelmed. And he got on there and said, to hell with it. I'm doing it. And I'm doing it live. Dude, that's so funny so you mentioned this. Live and he did that shit. Yeah, no, that, I commented on that again. This is, you know, a while back now, days ago. And somebody uh, commented on today. And that really, that, uh, that video was uh, so impactful. You know, seeing him and his, mm-hmm. you know, bearded up, hadn't shaved in days. Um, oh, he was rough. Yeah, you know, it was great, dude. That that I, I recognized where he was emotionally, and uh, yep, it, it, it was. That, I agree that, and right, like you said, you know, you wonder why. How, how do we do this stuff? Oh shit! <laughs> are you are you doing dishes? <laughs> oh, yep, my bad. Multi-dish. No, you're good. No, yeah, that was super loud, dude. The, some of the dishes <laughs> clanging all right, but I couldn't hear shit with your faucet on. You're a fucking wild man. My bad. <laughs> no, you're cool. You're all right. Yeah, you, you know, you got a really good audio quality pick up on your on that mic, dude. I'm, I'm hearing everything. Uh, but Let's anyway, the link below. These are Sony headphones. I'm Sony in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they're great, dude. They're it's super, super quality. But uh, yeah, I agree. And, and you know, this kind of morphs into the next part of what we're going to talk about. Uh, we kind of talk about what we've done, how our week has been, and kind of what we've learned. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that's that's a big takeaway there. You know, it's it's. There is no, there is no fuel. There is no, um, you know, motivational gauge. You just do it. It's literally that simple. Yeah. You just do it. No and just because you didn't do it, no, no, there is no hack. You just do it. It's that simple. Yeah. The people that don't so want to admit that and play the victim, right. they, they'll never get ahead. 
Um, but yeah, I, because you got the people out there who are constantly saying that nobody wants to hear them because they look at them and think, oh, well, you're this big superstar. You, of course, it must be nice for you. Like The Rock, prime example, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, yeah. In college, the guy was broke. Now, granted, he had a little pull with his dad and everything, but he could have gone and completely screwed it away. He still got up there and he has to hustle every single day. He's in one of the best physical shapes of anybody in his age group. I mean, the, the, there's no question the guy hustles. And that's one thing he says constantly. He's like, look, nobody's going to save you. Get out there and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So, get it. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree completely. And I, I want to morph into a whole different conversation here right now. And I think you're going to appreciate yep. this. Um, I, I know you're going to appreciate this, but I've known what I'm about to say for a long time. Damn. Really, since I was like, you're all right. You're good, dude. That wasn't, that wasn't as loud. Um, okay. No, you're good. Again, this is informal. We're not. It's more just about the audio, so people can hear us and aren't getting distracted. You know, turned away by it. But no, you're you're good. You're good. But th- again, this I'm going to run this by, and this was such a big thing for me this week. And again, I've known this since I was like in you know in school as a kid. You realize that you're just not going to get along with everybody. That's just how it's going to be, and that's that's the overall point of what I'm saying. But um, yeah. y- y- there are going to be some people um, that you just you're not going to be able to work with. And this is where it gets interesting because you, you might think if you're not in the right mindset that that means that one of the parties is in the wrong or one of the parties doesn't have the right outlook, right? And right. similar to kind of how I talked about Mel Robbins earlier in the five second rule in that book, I'm not really talking about that idea. That's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's a bit deeper than that. Like there, I'll give you an example. All right? I think I talked about this last week a little bit. And again, I'm not giving details. I'm not giving names because you were, if you were savvy and friggin' whatever, Sherlock Holmes, you might be able to figure out who I'm, what I'm talking about. So I'm going to leave that completely impossible. But there was just some interactions this week. And this is kind of after something with the same person that I, I encountered them last week personally. And after mm-hmm. a short dialogue, it was pretty obvious that, and we even said it, like there's no possibility we'd ever be able to work together ever. Right. And then, you know, fast forward a week later after that, this past week, and some things kind of came to light that not only reaffirmed what I thought when we were talking, but just knocked that shit out of the park. Okay. So what I'm getting at is (laughs) if you can embrace this as it's not a failure on your part to not be able to get everybody to like you or to trust you, because that's a fallacy. It's not going to fucking happen. I don't care who you are. Not everybody is going to like you. Even if it's one person that dislikes you and everybody else loves you, there's still going to be that one person, okay? So if you can think about this that way, and this is for anybody in the audience who's starting to do the entrepreneurial thing, you're putting yourself out there, you're getting some haters, you're getting some flack and some shade, people are talking shit, making fun of how you look and how you sound. This is why this is important, all right? When you can uh, pinpoint your actual audience that is going to listen to you, and it's going to resonate with you. It helps you to eliminate the other half of the world that's not going to. So when you find situations like that that are way more upfront and personal and are happening like in real time, don't let it bother you or or mess with your emotions or all or get into your feelings. That's the the nature of the world. In any group of people, two or more, there's a good chance that both parties are going to oppose. That's just how it is. We don't all have the same right. viewpoints and. We come from completely different places, all of us. So it's, you get to the point where if you can embrace that, then 
you can start to hone in on really who you are and who your audience is. And anytime those kind of people pop up, it's going to reaffirm what you're doing, not make you think otherwise. When in the beginning, if you're not confident and if you don't believe in yourself, it's going to throw you off track. And I'm so proud to say that I'm finally to the point in my life where I don't think that'll ever happen again. You know, Jeff, our, Jeff Lerner talks about, he still deals with trolls and you know, I've listened to literally everything this guy has done in the podcast today that he was on, on somebody else's podcast. He was, I'll share this with you offline too, is really open about his childhood and things from his past. And he was talking about a, like a high school bully that he wanted to put on blast, but he never did. And he always thinks about it though every day. Like if you let those people that ridicule, pester you, don't accept you, affect you to the point where it stops you from going down your path, it's really going to prevent you from being a happy person. I, I fully embrace that. That happened to me this week and it was awesome to see. You know, I, I have no regret. I don't care what I said that might have turned this person off. I, I own that completely. And I, I maybe not would have not done that years past. I would have tried to justify it or maybe send him another message to get him to like at least give me a thumbs up or something. I don't give a shit about that anymore. If you don't vibe with me, we're not going to be in the same boat. That's just how it is. Absolutely. You know, I, I actually, I, I fully agree with that. Because there, there was a time, you know, when you, you push into doing this. Like when I was trying to figure out how to grow my um, social media presence. I had always been one of those guys like, I don't want anybody knowing what's going on in my life. I kept it locked down. I only did it for family and friends. The whole nine yards. I mean, I had my social media locked down tighter than I was Pardon my friendship. <laughs> no, you're uh, fine. You're it good, was, good. It was, it was area 51. You know, nobody was getting in there. And well, I completely went the, the flip-flop and I did the opposite approach when I decided, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it big. I'm going to do it right. And I went the opposite approach and I opened everything up. Yeah, you go to my stuff. Everything is completely public now. I have no bones about sharing who I am, what I'm about. And just push, 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 push. So initially it was, man, I gotta get all these likes, I gotta get these comments, I want these views, yada, 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 yada. <laughs> um, then you realize I actually had some some feedback that came back that was not so nice about certain things I'd said or put up or whatever the case may be. Uh, <laughs> so it gave me a moment to pause and think, like, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Why am I doing this? Am I doing it to get likes or am I doing it to make a living and make an impact? So when I saw that, it was just, you know, the universe is kind of funny. Things work out a particular way for a reason. Shortly after that, I saw, um, God, I saw this, this video. I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, it was actually from my uh, fitness group I'm with, Body Spartan. I believe mm -hmm. it was Gabe Tufts, and I could be wrong. It might have been somebody else, but I'm going to say it was Gabe Tufts right now. And it was one of those... Um, he was talking about this in particular. He was like, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't him. It was Brad Lee. I knew it was one of those gnarly bastards. Oh, nice. Dropping uh, bombs. Yeah. So Brad Lee, he, uh, he was on there. He's like, look, man, were you trying to grow your, your presence? Or are you just trying to, you make yourself known, do your thing. It's like a lot of people go into this and they have the problem of catering their material to try and fit everybody. And all of a sudden it's right, become, right. You're, you're, you're lukewarm. Nobody wants to deal with you. You know, the Bible says you need to be hot or cold because if you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out. So it's be hot or cold, figure it out. And what you're going to find is the reality of it is, is let's say you're hot and you put out hot material. Well, all the people who don't like it, they're going to leave. Well, guess what? 
you're going to attract a lot of other people who do. And exactly. you're going to feel even better because you were true to yourself. So stop yep. being scared. Just go be true to who you are and let the people who resonate with you come to you. They will. And be happy so, when the ones that don't, don't. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, be, you get embrace that. going to your life. Let me take that one step further, all right? Kind of a, a, a absolutely beautifully said. I agree a thousand percent, but let's take this up one notch, all right? And you'll love these examples. Jeff Lerner, my, our mentor guy runs Entra and, and honestly one of the most incredible dudes I've ever experienced in my life. And then Jesse Singh, who runs the affiliate program for Entra, an amazing dude, friend yep. of mine, had him on the podcast. Uh, yep. Think about, listen to this, you'll love this. When I first got started, uh, Jesse, who is a very outspoken Republican, he lives in Canada, but he's very pro-Republican. He's, he's not a liberal. He's not about socialism and, and all that and government control. He's, um, you know, and I asked him early on, I'm like, and mind you, and this is my point of the story, kind of, Jesse is not a figurehead of anything. He right. makes the majority of his living as a behind the scenes affiliate marketer. He is known in Entra. But it's kind of a niche thing a little bit. We're, you know, it's changing the world and reaching tens of thousands of people. But, you know, he's not like a Jeff Lerner who is out everywhere on a million videos, on 400 plus YouTube videos. He's the face and figure out of his company. So I asked Jesse, I said, Jesse, how do you feel about, you know, in, especially in the beginning, you know, putting out your political views and ostracizing certain groups of people? And he, he responded instantly, dude, don't even worry about that. You, like we just said, be yourself. People that want to hear you are going to come to you, and people that don't are not going to. And people can sense the bullshit. So I love that. This is kind of the next level concept. If you are thinking about being a global ambassador as a figurehead for your international company, you might have to edge back a little bit. And that doesn't mean that you're not being true to yourself, but your ultimate goal is to reach as many people as possible and to have as much impact as possible. If that is your ultimate goal, there, there comes a point, and I'm talking like when you get to be uber successful. If like we're talking about billion dollar company stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're talking about the upper, upper, upper echelon. If your message is so profound and you know that it could change anybody who listened to it, it might be better of you to not be so open with your political views or things that might be controversial. That's all I'm getting at. You know, there might come a point where you have to edge back a little bit. For most people, don't ever do that. Be yourself, gain your audience, gain your true audience, and you know, the the prosperity will come after that. Don't be fake. Because people who are not fake can recognize that immediately. I know you can just like me. Oh yeah. So uh, one more thing I want to talk about in terms uh -huh. of learning. Um you're going to love this too. I know you are because I know you see it all the time. But, and again, this is a very general statement. There are some people and, and conversations and things that are happening that come to mind. But this really is a very general statement. But, and I remember Jeff talking about this in the very beginning that, and I've seen this so much, not just in our group, but like online period. But there comes a point where even if there are, there is some transactional evidence of money being made. You find that there are these like pockets and groups that really are, and this was the warning early on, that they're kind of just impressing each other and selling to each other. They're not actually making right. some kind, and I don't mean just monetarily, I mean with the attention also. I'm seeing a lot of these like long-winded, kind of look at me attention getting posts or interactions that are not doing anything 
to propel them down their path. They're making them feel better day to day. They're giving them some kind of instant gratification, right? They're not building anything long term. And and it yeah. might even seem like it's this robust, involved thing. But when you get down to it, what are you actually doing? Like, are you just going in this cyclical loop, making each other feel better and giving each other hope? And then yeah. it just kind of keeps you keep passing the ball to each other? Or is there real growth going on? And I, I think if the audience, you really need to hear that. Like, what are you spending your time doing online? How many keystrokes are you doing that actually propel your mission, your goals, your finances, your family, your life into the future? Or are you just pandering to other people to make yourself feel better? So I just, I want to put that out there and you can respond however you'd like to that, but it's been a big thing lately. Yeah. You know, so, all right. So I'll ask a question based on that. You're you're in the same groups I am. You see a lot of stuff. How often do I post in there? Hardly ever. And I understand why. Exactly. Yeah. Because yep. I'm busy. And I, I'm out yeah, here busy working. Yep. And see, the reality of it is, is those of us who are out here actually grinding, we know the difference. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you yep. can tell the difference yeah. between someone who's really grinding versus someone who's like, hey, look at me. Where are my cheerleaders at? I just hit the enter button. Look, guys, I get it. If you need that pump, do you. But at the end of the day, man up and just get shit done. That's yep. what it boils down yep. to. If you if you need a cheerleader in your background to say, "All oh, right, you did great today. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. Here's your trophy," but you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So it's uh, you're not going to get that from me. I'm going to say, "Shut up, man up, and get what you need to done." If you want a cookie, go down to the baker because you're not getting it from me. Hmm. I'm going to say, "All right, cool. Next, this is what we need to do." Yeah, so, what's what's yeah, dude, I love that so much. And you know, I'm I'm really active in Entra, and you you know me. I, I remember right. doing a podcast together. So I, I'm not, I don't want to say an exception to the rule, but the reason I, uh, you know, full transparency, I spend a lot of my time driving for my job. So I have a lot of time just like hit record and post shit. So for me, and on top of that, the real reason is um, I, I'm I'm making an impact in people's lives doing right. that because I have the time to do that now. And I respect people like you that you know you're not. You work your ass off, man, and and you're actually getting a lot of shit done on your free time. Like it's impressive, you know. I'm it's trying. Not, no, you are. It's not overwhelming. It's not every day, all day. But you know, with the amount of work you do and what you got going on, you're you're doing great. So I mean, I mean that you know, I'm not trying to kiss your ass, but keep doing what you're doing. You, yeah, you and <laughs> uh, you and what you're doing, even and you know what you might describe as not a, a shit ton of progress so far. It's been more meaningful than a lot of this like elaborate, long-winded stuff that I've been I've been seeing out there. Not just in right. our group, but you know, from people trying to influence others or get attention to themselves for the wrong reasons. It, right. it just it's it's oh, just you can, you can feel that itch too. Everybody knows it's coming. Like in Ohio, here we're at. We all have this understanding that this week is going to be something huge Ooh, for bro, our state, bro, for the whole up. for the country, man. It's yep. really, yeah, it's bad because I know out here in Ohio, we, we're we we're on the teetering edge of being told by our illustrious leader, whether you love him or not, I have my own particular name for him, but uh, he is warning the citizens of Ohio that if we don't adhere to his, I'll go ahead and say demands, mm-hmm. that he's going to shut us down again. Well, the powers that be, there's a lot of people that have the, the uh, belief and mindset that it really doesn't matter if we do what he says or not, he's going to shut us down anyway. 
Yep. So you can see that itch in social media already. You can see it across the news. And when you talk to people, everybody's already, you can see that fear creeping right back in. So this is one of those moments where, guys, it's it's go time. All right. We <laughs> yeah. Lockdown yeah. 2.0. We know traditional business. We know that your mom and pop shops are probably not going to make it. So it's up to us as the remainder out here who can see this to put a stop to it. Now, how do we put a stop to it? We're not going to go storm Washington or go to the capitals or anything like that. No, there's a much simpler, more effective way to make sure Americans take care of Americans. And that supports your local business. Do your thing, get out there and grow your income and your wealth as much as you can during this period of time. Don't sit idle and play video games all day. Get out there and yep. do something. Grow yourself because if you do at the end of this lockdown 2.0, you're going to come out stronger, better, more capable. And I mean, the only thing that can happen out of that is massive improvement for the country as a whole. The economy will grow. Business will grow. Your mindsets will grow. Depression will go down. Divorce rates will go down. I promise you, just get out there and put your damn nose down and use this time. That's what I'm doing. You just said something, Lyle, that hit me so hard. And I, and this is all about individual accountability. If people realize that you don't wait for a change, and I'm not talking about the old cliche, be the change you want to be in the world. I mean, kind of right. that, but not really. It's more of, if you can understand that we, we are a collective, right? It's just a bunch of individual people that make up one collective unit, which is the world. And if you can work on yourself alone, nothing to do with your government or your partner or your boss or your kids, just you work on improving yourself. You just said it. If everybody did that, the world levels up, right? Yep. It's, oh, it's that simple. You, <laughs> you can't affect your circle of influence. Exactly. And if ever. Right, right. And, and the people that fight through that or, you know, when, and I, I'm, we're not going to go through politics too much right now. People can probably guess a little bit where we lean, but like back in 2016, pe some people were so upset, so upset, oh, so upset. It was, it was insane. I don't, I, I don't care one way or the other, but that, right. that fight against whatever it is, the fight against, forget that fight for yourself, work right. on improving yourself. And if something you don't agree with, like the concept of voting and, you can change, and that might be suspect right now as well, but, you know, change the world through your influence, not through your griping and your complaining. It's not going to get you a goddamn thing. You know, right. learn how to influence the world and not have control over everything. That's the whole point. Okay. And really, that's really why I wanted to have, to go back to the beginning of this podcast, and we'll wrap up pretty soon here. We're going to almost an yeah. hour. Um, but to go back to the beginning, and I appreciate this. You mentioned kudos for getting... Uh, Jeff's wife, Jack, onto my podcast. That's one thing that you know they they talked about. That whole you got to completely take control of your own life, you know. Right. And by doing that, you have to let go of controlling other people and work on influencing them. Have influence, not control. How has it been worked out ever in history when people try to be controlled? Or when you try to control your partner or whatever, it doesn't work out. But if oh, you can no. influence them, you're good. And I'm going to quote one of Jeff's favorite quotes. If you want to have influence over, and actually Jack wants to, if you want to have influence over someone else, let them have influence over you. And if oh, you don't understand what that perfect. means, ah, oh, dude, hit me up <laughs> offline if you're not sure what that means. We'll have a that little chat. It is like if you're so rigid 
and you're 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 like a, a a steel box that cannot be penetrated and you just bark orders and tell people what to do and try to control them they're not going to respect you and really want to do what you're telling them. it's, it's I, pretty uh, much that simple can i share a little bit of pain with that particular topic because that yeah oh that is so so phenomenal so if you want to influence somebody let them influence you there was a lady I dated over uh, over this past year who I absolutely adored. And, you know, for whatever reason, me being just a stubborn mule I am, and hmm. I kind of hit this block, <laughs> this brick wall, you know, imagine me being stubborn. Um, I hit this brick wall <laughs> yeah. when it came to her. And like I said, I adored her. I would have done anything for her. And if she could have spent a day in my head to hear what I thought about her, I think things would have been totally different. But one thing I really fought, hmm. I fought so damn hard against allowing her to influence me. I was so dead set on being me that I never allowed her to show me her and how it could impact me. Wow. So, I mean, this goes so far beyond just business. It goes into your personal relationship too, guys, because I guarantee you, had I not been such a star, you know, a stubborn, hard-headed mule about this, oh, we'd still be together and we'd been having a fantastic life wonderful lady i would have done anything for her. and if i could just go back smack myself and say dude stop being an idiot listen to the woman she's trying to show you herself and she's trying to be a part of you and she wants you to be a part of her life and you're just being a stubborn damn mule so you know unfortunately no, I, oh man that, it's it's all on me i lost that relationship because she never felt the the passion she never felt that i cared for her that much because i was so stubborn and because i didn't allow her to influence me like she should she wanted to she was trying to and i i rejected it so no, that's that's fucking uh, i love no, that's amazing dude yeah no that you got i got goosebumps halfway through that just you know and you just got me into like mental flow mode by the way too i was so sucked into what you were saying that was awesome and i'm i'm glad you understand it even before we talked about it tonight and you realize that and to hear it in those words, I felt just as profoundly as you did when I heard Jeff say it. And it's really, it really means a lot. And it goes into, I don't want to talk, we got to wrap up it pretty soon, but you know, my, one of my mission statements is, I'm not even going to say it, but it involves empathy, decency, and collaboration, right? Mm -hmm. And if you were to practice those three things with her, empathize on how she's feeling. She wanted right. you to open up and not be so goddamn stubborn. So it was yeah. the first step and then be decent allow that to happen and grow closer to her or don't be decent be a dickhead and use what you just learned to push her farther away which you probably wouldn't have done or maybe you would have at that point because you right. you were still kind of, and really it was kind of an ego thing right oh, i am who i am nobody's going to change yeah so if you can use empathy which you got to have no ego to do that be decent and then think about what would happen with you guys collaborating in that new mindset you you know i'm not trying to make you feel bad about the past i know you're not going to but uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You, you could have been right. the most incredible relationship ever, but things happen for a reason. You're, you're here where you are right now, and you're starting to make right. incredible moves in your life. So the fact that you learned that and resonated with that, it, I, and even what you just said, and that hit me really hard too. That, that's super important. If you want to influence people, let them have an influence on your life, your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, your beliefs. You have to, and and that doesn't mean. That because someone tells you something, you toss out your values and mm -hmm. hop on the SS them. You don't do that. You hold okay. on your values, but you, you still allow yourself the opportunity to change a little bit and make things better for both parties. It's that simple. Yep. Be like water. You know, what was that old parable? 
Um, yes, like Bruce Lee, man. Be like water. Yeah. Yes. Water to me, I love that. Fluid. It's yes. strong. It's powerful. It can break down rock over time, but it still maintains who it is. Be like water. Right. You know, you you pour water into a, a, a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Yep. You pour water into a glass, it becomes the glass. I love that shit so much, man. That ties into, I honestly, and I'll, I'll end with this. I think one of the most important things people need to realize, and I mean this really how I'm saying it, be completely unrigid in who you are. Sure, have your baseline fundamental values of decency and, you know, eye for an eye and help each other, all that kind of stuff, whatever, but but be don't be so concrete in how you perceive yourself. It goes into everything else we've been talking about, you know, be who you are, all that great. But if you come across a new idea that could change your life for the better, but you're so goddamn stubborn that you refuse to even listen to it, how is that helping anybody? Right? Exactly. So I, I just yeah. just want to end with that. Ah, I could talk for another hour on this. <laughs> I know, I know we could. Oh. And we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll keep getting more efficient with this. I think eventually we'll start to be able to kind of piggyback a little better on the prior week's episode because there's going to be a really kind of a theme for all of these, man. And a lot of it is stop bullshitting yourself. Be honest with who you are. Start doing the hard things and stop fucking complaining. It's right. literally that simple, right? Like there's no other way to look at it. And then anything else aside from that is just going to make it harder on you. It's that simple. Exactly. Now I want to go back real quick before we uh, part. Yeah, no, go ahead. Sure go ahead. People um, know those books we talked about. You know, if you want want to get hold of those, is the Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins and yep. Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Those are two fantastic books that you know are recommended to get yourself out of whatever depression or slump you're in and become productive. You know, and there's going to be. I'm a massive reader. I know, Jeff, you read and you write some. So, I mean, it's going to be, oh, dude, that post you put out earlier this week. Mind yeah, thank we you so much for your comment, dude. Holy cow. I know, I know. <laughs> Fuck. Well, if you, if you want to, and not for my sake, but I, for maybe for the audience, but I, let me, at least let me talk about my end. Give me 30 okay. seconds. To totally impromptu. It, it was not anything that was, you know, stirring around in my head, nothing like that. But it was literally that quote. And the, the quote came from who I mentioned earlier, the possible mentor, the podcast guy. That's right. who, who, who wrote that. And literally, dude, I'm not kidding, bro. I read it, stopped, hit post something, started writing, done. It reminded yeah. me of when I've talked this in, in my podcast. Four, three, stuff. Two, one. Yes, dude, I just did it. And it reminded <laughs> me of when I was like 14. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But I did the yep. same thing then with a journal. I, we talked about that. And you know what I'm talking about. It just it blew yeah. my mind. It opened up my brain to the truth that I was feeling. And that's what that post was. And yeah, I got to admit that uh, that even struck me afterwards. Like, holy uh, shit. That, it was it was unreal. So, that, so we, we've got all everybody out there listening right now. If you hung on this long, you're probably sitting on there. It's like, what the hell post are you talking about? <laughs> all right, so I'll give you yeah, down yeah. and dirty. So basically it was imagine yourself and you're, you're, you're looking at a person away who is just in, in perfect condition, everything you possibly imagine that you would want. You Initially, you feel envy and damn, wish I had it that good. And then the person just turns barely for a second and you realize it's you. And you're chasing after this individual and going, 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 going. He turns the corner and it's gone. What does that leave you feel? Oh. So that was that post that just, I got to, <laughs> I just got chills thinking. Dude, break me too right now. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. Yeah, 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 I wish I could take a picture. I got goosebumps. That's my hey, fucking post. How fucked up is that? That's, that's not like pride or anything. Yeah, no, you just relayed that energy back to me and I felt it. That was awesome. It's that was incredible. great, dude. So, that, that, 
thank you for that. That to be straight with you, your post about and it wasn't you know, I don't, I don't really care. I mean, I, I love feedback for not for like my own, oh, I feel great. To know that people are fucking resonating. That's why I like the oh. feedback. Because people yeah, are getting awesome. an impact. So your quote really was like, all right, I might do this some more. And really, one extra layer past that, uh, you also further reinforced my commitment to keep writing. I have a book that I've been writing for 20 years that should have been done five times over. Another book about the teamwork and leadership and building a great team that I've had like four chapters in that I just stopped doing years ago. So I really appreciate that feedback, man, that you got me back on that horse. So I, I appreciate Absolutely. that big time. I look forward to hitting it, see it uh, hit the shelf. So, but you guys, yeah, all right, awesome. If you want some more material, make sure you hit up Jeff or myself. We uh, <laughs> we've got more books under our belt than the uh, the most average American has socks they've worn. So it's yep, um, yeah, yep. plenty to share, and we uh, we really enjoy this stuff. So Jeff, thanks for having me this week, man. Yeah, uh, dude, it's been great. This was uh, I think they're going to get better every week as we kind of get to know each other more and progress on our paths and to add one more thing to what you just said i totally agree you got anybody hearing this can reach out to both of us there's no coaching costs there's no fees we're just a couple of good dudes like helping people and uh and that's you know really pay it forward and help people along your path and and that's going to get you more success so yeah thanks for being here again man we'll we'll be back every monday morning these will be released i appreciate your guys's time and hope this provided some value to you and uh you know helped you go down your path a little more efficiently easier so Thank you for your time, Lyle, and the audience. We'll we'll talk to you soon, all right, man? See you all around.